Welcome to Leadership Conversations by Nick Johnson, The Untold Secrets of the C-Suite. I am speaking with industry leaders on hot and trendy topics. Enjoy the podcast. Today I have with me Ross Swan. He's an executive coach with soul-inspired leadership. Ross is here to talk about leading beyond ego. Ross, great to see you today. How are you, mate? I'm good, Nick. I'm good today. Always good on a Friday afternoon, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, you picked a good spot there. Well done. And to kick us off here, Ross, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Well, uh, thanks, Nick. Um, (laughs) uh, Basically, I I coach executives. and, And prior to that and how I led into that, I spent many, many years in financial services and corporate life back in Australia, and I, um, it, it, over that time, I started to gravitate towards the, the connecting with people and the leading, the leadership aspect, and so I, I wanted to move towards that way, uh, rather than be a banker or a funds manager or whatever, executive, so I leaned towards that, and that's when I came to, a, to Singapore 17 years ago to start coaching and, and, and coaching executives. Because the one thing, the point I wanted to make, the passion I have is that I've, I've found out in all those years of working in, working in corporate life is that what a difference a good leader makes and how much happier people who work underneath, under a good leader, how much better, better lives they experience. But when leadership's poor, they, it's tough going to work, they don't enjoy life so much and, and it slows on from that. So that, that became my passion to help people be little better leaders, which in turn helps all those staff under their their guide to be to have a better, happier life. Sounds big picture, but to me, that's what drives me to do what I do. Okay, great. And the topic of today, then, Ross, is about leading leading beyond ego. Tell us what is this all about? Well, I see. I sold that title actually from um, a friend of mine. Thor Olofsson in Iceland, he's just written a book, Leading Beyond Ego, and we, we do think the same, and he's been a guest on my podcast show, uh, and we, we tend to think the same. But basically, it's leading from within, because, and people say, oh, I lead from within. Yeah, but quite often people lead too much from their headspace, and I call that their outer ego, because if you lead from your head, you don't connect with people. Leading from within, you lead from within to lead out leading from your gut and your heart, basically, because that enables you to connect better with people, which then in turn enables you to lead people. When you operate out of your head space, you find yourself with that ego comparing yourself with other people, right? You know, playing all the political games, doing all those things. That's the key is how do I lead from within to be consistent and just be concentrate on leading to be a better person and a better leader myself, not worried about what other people say. Um, am I better than that person? Are they better than me? All that stuff that goes on in your head, and, and then playing ego games that I've shown them. I've just, I've just, I've just yelled at them in the in the office just to show everyone else I'm really tough and I I hold everyone accountable. Things like that. They don't work. They're not sustainable long term. So, so that's a short, a long answer for a short question. I suppose. Well, it's, it's certainly exciting, Ross. I think we could mm. talk about this 
all afternoon. But let's get down a little bit more deeper here. Perhaps you can pinpoint what are the three key things we need to know about leading beyond ego. Well, the key is to get get into your into your inner self, and and that and to do that, you have to spend time with yourself. Now everyone says, oh, "I spend time with myself." Yeah, but but literally spend time with yourself. Now, I, I, look, Nick, for one thing, I know you do a lot of sport, right? You run, you cycle. That's spending time with yourself, and particularly when it's because your thoughts come into your head. Uh, not not you ignore everything else that's happening in the business world. You're just in the zone, and that's when thoughts come to you and that's what i i try to get help my executives do that regularly and all the good leaders i've coached they all do it without exception they all take some time out to be with themselves get rid of the noise around them as they say and just be themselves and work on themselves and reflect self-reflect etc etc that's number one um and not and the second thing is not to overthink things yeah. So, you know, like they try to, we, as humans, we all have brains. That's what separates us from the animal kingdom of the rest of the, rest of the world. But mm. that's to think and to analyse data and to think things and project things. But when we get to connecting with people, that's, we've got to go to our animalistic instincts because people connect by emotion. Now, you want that emotion to be positive, not negative. And if you're a, a, a terrible leader and all you do is yell and scream, the only connection that person have, has with you emotionally is negative. So they'll never connect. They're just working out ways how not to connect. Like, that's all they're trying to do is to get rid of the pain by putting a barrier around them. Then the third thing is don't, don't judge others. You, you, you can assess them, but don't judge them. Judgments for courts. People are just people. You assess where their strengths are and where their challenges are, but just so that's who that person is. Now, how can I get the best out of that person? That all starts with leading yourself. How can I get the best out of myself first? Because if you can't lead yourself, don't ever expect you can lead other people. It just does not happen. And I'll sneak in a fourth one. I'll sneak mm -hmm. in a fourth one. Please. Is that unless you know yourself, you'll never know others that you'll never understand other people unless you truly understand yourself. I like that. And that, and that only happens when you, you, you go inside yourself and reflect on what you're doing each day. That's, that's how you learn about yourself, and then you, can, then you understand others then. Right. Okay, and then why should executives then focus on this, Ross? Well, well the standard of leadership is not real great around the world. Now, most organisations will tell you uh, they struggle with getting good leaders. Um, and the trouble is because the business world has evolved and it's basically everyone operates out of their outer ego in the business world. It's all about a co competition. It's all political. Mm -hmm. now, and most people will say, oh, there's all politics at work. Yeah, that's, that's right. Because everyone's operating competing with each other. The good leaders just ignore all that noise just centre on themselves and focus on themselves to be the best they can be. So what I'm saying there, because the standard is not high, and that's reflected with the engagement levels of staff, that's a re engagement levels of staff is a pure reflection of the leadership. It's nothing else. So if the engagement levels are below a third, and in some countries below 15 12%, which is very bad, like it's embarrassing, that's the standard of the leadership. 
So if mm. you actually focus on this and be, become a leader who can connect, you've got a great career because you're the minority, not the majority. And you'll be recognised and your career will go upwards. No doubt about it. Mm. That sounds pretty promising there, Ross. So what have then changed in recent times? We have had a pandemic. Now executives and staff are going back to the office and it's almost a tug of war here. What have, what have changed according to you? Well, it's, I, I, there again, um, look, it's interesting. Is people, yes, are a bit more reluctant to go back to work, and, but they're also reluctant to stay at home in some respects when it first starts, like anything. We all get in the comfort zone. And we dislike that comfort zone. And we have, and people get overstretched or, gee, I've got to do something different. Or we all like change, but we don't like the pain of change. So, you know, so people are looking for jobs, et cetera, before the pandemic, but a lot more are looking for them now because once COVID hit and they had to stay at home, that was forced on them, right? So, therefore, they've had a totally, their life totally disrupted. Then when they're at home, they think, well, now it's been disrupted and I'm about to think they're, they're probably going back. Well, now I've been disrupted. I might as well look around and see what's, what, what other jobs are. Where before, I just, oh, I'll do it one day, but I'm just in the routine. I know what bus I've got to catch, all that sort of stuff, right? Now they know, oh, it's been disrupted. Let me look around. That's why there's been a bit of a, a movement. Um, and these are the sorts of things that are factoring it in. But also people are a bit more sensitive, given they've gone through some pretty traumatic experiences. And leaders now more than ever have to connect. They always had to do it to be a good leader, but now people are even more sensitive, which means if, you, if you're not doing what good leaders do, you're going to have even a bigger talent drain because they're just not going to put up with it. They put up with too much themselves outside of work where that was always a comfort zone and work was the, was the battle. Now it's a battle 360 degrees for a point, mm. right? And it's probably settling a bit now at home and as COVID restrictions disappear. But at the same time, you've just got to realise that people are a bit more sensitive. So you've got to actually, and, and the only way you connect is through to, as an emotional connect. And there's one thing I'd like to say there. Always remember, people will only remember you as a leader by how you made them feel and nothing else. If you think back all the leaders you've worked for, all the people you've worked for or, or you've met over the time, you'll always remember how they made you feel. It's the feeling that, stays in your memory so yeah. i often do that when i talk to the executive write down how people want to describe you how do you want them to describe you five years after you've gone how do you want them to be describing you see then they start to realize ah and they're always flowery words but i say now, now okay, what have we got to do what do you got to do every day to actually be described that way it's not a miracle it doesn't happen by chance you've got to work on it every day in order for you to be described the way you want to be described that's, that's the, the deal breaker. That's where people are either motivated to do it or go, yeah, I want to do it, but they never do anything about it. Mm. It's all a dream that they, don't, they never have the discipline to fulfill. Yeah, very interesting, Ross. And uh, thank you for shedding light on this. So and we come to the last question for now. Um, how would you then uh, consider that you can use leading beyond your ego as a leader to give you a competitive edge? Well, there again, it's... It, Look, the companies can replicate anything from everyone else. You might have a leading product for a couple of months, but someone will replicate it at some point. So the only point of differentiation are your people, which we all know. But the trouble is you want to get the best out of your people, and the only way to get the best out of your people is buying having quality leadership. So the money is in being a quality leader. One, you're 
your 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 career is going going to go upwards because you're the minority, not the majority at the moment. Uh, and secondly, your people will be an effective group of people working, not an ineffective people group of people working. That's the differential point. You've got quality people working for a quality leader. That's when businesses go surge ahead. Yeah. Okay. There's some wisdom right there. Uh, Ross, thank you for sharing with us today and thanks for being with us today. So thank you, Ross. And everyone, we've been listening to Ross Swan, executive coach with Soul Inspired Leadership. He's been talking to us about leading beyond ego. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Leadership Conversations by Nick Johnson, The Untold Secrets of the C-Suite. To listen to more episodes, please follow me on LinkedIn, Spotify, or any of my other channels. Thank you.